Hey, I'm gonna make a joke at the beginning. Okay. Now it's recording. Now? Okay, hey guys. <laughs> this is really awkward introduction, but we have recorded this through, not the whole way through, but we've tried to record. This is our third time trying, and both <laughs> times it has stopped recording. It has. So I'm gonna definitely keep an eye on it, but. We're just gonna glance over to the, what is that called? The Juice Goose. I love the Juice Goose. We had one of those <laughs> this summer. Okay, anyways. Wow. Okay, Phoebe didn't do it with me. Sorry. <laughs> but, um. Welcome back to the second episode of, of The Huff, Huff and Heather. Heather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. Yeah. Okay, that was so awkward, but it's okay. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, we're really excited. We're starting our second podcast, but first. Before we introduce the topic, which if you listen to our first one, you know the topic. So if you didn't, I would just say, if you didn't listen to the first one, hit pause, go listen to the first podcast, figure out who we are, and then come back to this one. But and we just wanted to thank you guys for the love and support that you gave over our first podcast. We were, we were talking about in the second attempt to record this, <laughs> how thankful we were for the friends and just the people who don't even know us that just loved us really well, kind of. I don't know. They just supported us and listened to the podcast and commented and followed us on Instagram. We're just like, you're doing an amazing job. We got some DMs, which was really weird and so cool. And people were just like, you're doing so good. You're good at speaking, blah, 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 blah. And we were just like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was Thank super you. neat and just really, it kind of shocked. I think it definitely shocked me. I think it shocked both of us that yeah. the amount of love and support that we had. And like we, I remember... We posted the video, and then we just sat there so anxious, and we were like, oh, no, what have we done? Everyone's going to hate this. Wait, 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 wait. What, what are we doing? <laughs> what if no one listens to us? I remember I was like, oh, my gosh, it's been 29 seconds. No one's listened yet. What are we doing? <laughs> and then I we refreshed it. Yeah, and then, like, after five minutes, we were like, oh, my gosh, 13 people. 13 yeah. people have listened to us. And this. then after six minutes, we were like, 22 people. Oh, my gosh, who are we? Who are these people? Yeah, so basically for, like, a good hour we just sat at the computer and, and kept hitting refresh yep and not gonna lie that went on all weekend yes, i would open did. my laptop and the first <laughs> thing i did was how many people listened to the first one and now we're up to over 120 people in four days which for it being our first one we're really just so thankful mm -hmm. and excited for what is to come and we're not professional speakers but you know maybe we're getting there like i said in the first podcast i'm trying to work on my speaking and so we're just we're trying this out and doing good. But today, to start off the podcast, we're going to be talking about passion, how to find yours, what to do when you find what you're passionate about. And yeah, so we've kind of come up with a few questions that we have written out just to help you find what you're passionate about. And then after that, we're going to go into what, now that you found it, what, what do you do? Like, what do you do with what you're passionate about? How do you make it a career or how do you do it as a hobby and just stuff like that and our little tips and what we have come up with but first we want to talk about why passion matters so Phoebe why does passion matter yeah um I think passion matters in my life because it gives me purpose I think that you can live your life and do big things do amazing things but if you're not passionate about what you're doing or the end goal of that then it doesn't really matter you're not working towards anything but to be successful but if you're not passionate about okay i'm doing this i'm working really hard on this thing because sorry i just hit the microphone again <laughs> she talks with their hands I so do. she'll just like whip them up and i'm like it's gonna happen and then all of a sudden <laughs> she hits the mic yeah it, anyways continue sorry about that but 
um, it just, it gives a trajectory for your life and mm-hmm. it just gives you purpose in times that you feel completely empty. Yeah. And I know in times of my life, like I have felt like I've had nothing and I don't know why I'm doing anything. I just feel stuck in this rut of routine. But if I like think about the things that I'm passionate about, why I'm working, then that purpose comes back and it's really like pulled me out of some dark places. Yeah. I really like how you said purpose because when you find in what you're doing that is oh that was worded really weirdly when you do what you're passionate about within your life whether that be a career or just a little side hustle or a hobby it gives you not necessarily purpose for I like what you said it does give you purpose to like wake up if that's your career like to do things to the best of your ability but it just gives you drive and a love for a new day and Mm -hmm. I know when I am doing the things that I love and that I just really want to do for me I wake up that morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to do this today. And I'm just so excited for the day. And it's because I'm passionate about life and I'm excited. And it just gives you so much joy and love. And so does God, let's be real. But <laughs> but it just makes you look forward to the day. And so that's why I think passion matters um, and why it's important, important to find what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. But from... <laughs> From that, after talking about why passion matters, we, like I said, we wrote down some questions that we would love for you to write down as well, and or just also just think about it, hit pause, and be like, if you don't know what you're passionate about, just hit pause, think about your answer to these questions, um, and then hopefully by the end, you will figure out something that you really mm-hmm. like to do. And so the first question that we have written down is, when no one is around what do you want to do that makes you happy? I think that question is super important because in the end, do things for yourself. Mm -hmm. And one of the other questions that we're going to ask in a minute is, are you doing it? Or actually I'll just say it now and then I'll correlate them is, are you doing what you're doing because it is a trend or because you are actually passionate about it? Are you doing the things that you are doing for yourself or are you doing it for the approval of others or are you doing it for others? I think when you fall into the trap of doing things mm-hmm. for other people, it's just it's just a giant hole that you need to get out of because you're not going to do things for you. And in the end, at the end of the day, when you go home, you're gonna be like, I'm not, I'm I'm not happy, and I don't enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. And it's because you're not doing things for you. You're doing it for other people and for their approval. Yeah, it really is all of a all heart thing, all a mindset thing. And if you you know, like you said, if you're doing things that you don't enjoy or you don't feel passionate about, then why are you doing them? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's huge. And I think at Washita, we get really stuck in that trap really easily because yeah. so many people are passionate about so many things, which is awesome. And I love it. And I love hearing and seeing people that are passionate about different places or different social causes and things like that. But I can also see that a lot of people idolize that Mm -hmm. and try and put themselves in that person's niche if that makes sense to try and be passionate just about something because they don't know what they're passionate about and so I think that's a big comparison thing that we fall into I think also we Mm -hmm. talked about this yesterday was going along with don't do something because it's a trend here especially at our school it's really easy to 
be passionate about the same thing as another person. And I'm not saying that if you have the same passion as someone else, that's wrong and you need to drop that and go find something else. Definitely, that is okay. But again, evaluate if you're doing that for yourself. Are Mm -hmm. you doing that for popularity? Are you starting this because you really love what you're doing? Or are you just doing it because it's trendy right now? Mm -hmm. Or are you doing it because you love it? Yeah, I think that's huge because, like, find people that also have the same passions as you. That Mm -hmm. is a huge thing to be able to be able to have those conversations and community about things that you're passionate about. That's awesome. Everyone wants that. But just make sure that you are putting yourselves in those conversations with that, you know, hold in your heart of this is what I'm passionate about for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The third question that we have that you can ask, this one's not for asking yourself. It's ask your friends what they think you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. Sit down and ask your friends what they think you are good at and what they think that you are passionate about. When I ask my friends, hey, what do you think I'm good at? They're always like, you're really good at teaching people about nutrition. I get that response every (laughs) single time, y'all. Or if I'm like, what am I passionate about? They tell me exactly what I'm passionate about because they see that my my passion just sort of it's literally anything to do with nutrition. I love it. It's my favorite. And my friends know that about me because I am so driven in it. And it's a huge part of my life. But at first, when I was younger, I didn't necessarily realize that. Mm-hmm. And so just talking, I remember talking with my mom about it. And you can ask your family and friends what they think you're passionate about, too. My mom's like, you, when I was figuring out what to major in, honestly, I was like, what do you think I love? And mm-hmm. she was like, nutrition. Like, duh. Did you not know that? And it, sometimes you just l- overlook for sure. What you really like. <clears throat> yeah, I was listening to this podcast called Gold Digger, which is an awesome podcast. And she was talking about how we are sometimes too close to our passions to be able to see them. And mm-hmm. so we need people to bring us out of them. And we have to step back from our lives and kind of look at it as, okay, what am I? What do I light up about? Yeah. What things could I not shut up about mm-hmm. in these conversations? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Um, What am I good at and what do I, like, what do I just see myself gravitating towards when I see something in the news or I see something on someone's Instagram? Kind of just back up from your life and ask people to help you. Yeah. Asking for help is not a Mm -hmm. problem at all. And like Phoebe said, sometimes you just, you're so close to what you like Mm -hmm. that you just overlook it. And also when it comes to things you're passionate about, some people don't think when it comes to just loving to do things they don't think it's realistic to want to do certain things and but your friends are really good at reevaluating and just like showing you what you're mm-hmm. good at and what you can do because you can achieve honestly anything and yeah. you just need some motivation true and it's just like asking someone who is close with you and like knows you and has had these big conversations with you about this like that that's a really important part of friendship i think that a lot of people overlook the discovery part of each other in, mm-hmm. in a friendship and I think that's so important and it's something so cool that I've really discovered and taken advantage of as college not taken advantage of that sounds weird but I guess utilized <laughs> yeah that's like, a better word <laughs> I, yeah I don't take advantage of my friends <laughs> but like I I love asking Heather and Bailey I love asking all these people that I'm close with like hey what do you think I'm passionate about right now like yeah. what do you think like even in the moment like i said i'm passionate about right now because it changes a lot but and that's okay (laughs) yeah and that's totally fine but like what am i passionate about right now what am i good at how do you see my strengths play out right now yeah 
I think that's super important to do. I think that's that's really important, like she said, the end, that right now, because what you're passionate about can change, and it mm-hmm. can change weekly. It can change my and mine. Like, I have a soul passion, but there's different passions, like little passions within my life that probably change within a week-to-week basis. 100%. And that's okay. And mm-hmm. if you're trying to find the little ones, then you can still ask your friends, because I love, like Phoebe was saying, having those conversations with good friends and just being like, what do you think I'm really passionate about right now like what do you think i love what are you seeing in my life and just getting their Mm -hmm. perspective because sometimes you can't see everything that's happening in your life because you're so like you're just too close to it yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. for sure um one of the other questions was do you do it this kind of goes along with the other ones Mm -hmm. honestly it's do you do it for your happiness or to make someone else happy yeah i think that's a huge thing that we fall into um Mm -hmm. because People will ask you to be part of things. People will ask you to contribute to this or to volunteer with this and these all these awesome things, mm-hmm. once again. But say yes because you, you care about that yes. cause or you yeah. care about that person. But don't say yes, become deeply involved in something that you're really not going to give your whole heart to because that's not what you're passionate about. Yeah. That's not what drives you, makes you happy. That's what makes them happy. Mm. And so, yeah, be part of that and support that. But you can be passionate about your friends and support your friends and not be in what they are passionate about. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's really easy to fall into a trap of just doing things for, to make someone else happy. I know I do this all the time when my friends starting up something or they're involved in this service project. I'm like, I want to do it and I want to make you happy because I want to help you and serve you in every other way. And it's something, and it's not going to lie. Sometimes it makes me really miserable to do things. And I'm like, why am I not having fun with this? Am I a bad person? Mm -hmm. And it's just, and I'm looking at so-and-so or my friend or something and they're full face in this thing that we're doing and they love it. And they're so excited to go do this or do whatever. And I'm just like, I feel like an awful person. And that doesn't mean you're awful. It just means you're not passionate about what your Mm -hmm. friends are. And that's okay. But you're not passionate about it and you just don't have the skill set to do it. Like, I can't imagine doing America Counts. That program scares me. Like, yes. teaching math to children. That's a math pro- math tutor program yes, at our school. it's a math tutor program in our school. And I know people that are in it and they love it with their yeah. whole heart. And they're so good at it. And you can just see how much it impacts their life. But I 100% know that if I tried to do that, I would be so miserable and terrible at it. And that's okay. Oh, it's yeah. just because it's not something you love. And an example mm-hmm. I can give is I'm involved in this program called ElderServe, which I've talked about it. I talk about it to everybody because I love it with my whole heart and I'm really passionate about it. Shameless plug, do ElderServe. <laughs> but anyways, I what I do is I go hang out with an elderly woman in the community once a week. Her name mm-hmm. is Sarah. And we just hang out once a week. And I'm so passionate about it. And I'm excited to do it every week. I love it. But some of my friends have tried it, and they were just like, I can't do that. It's just it's not, not for fun. them. And I was yeah. like, that's okay. It doesn't mean you're – they're like, am I a bad person because I don't want to do this? And I'm like, no, just find something you love to do. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And so just because you don't love to do something that your friends love, it just means you have different interests, and that's okay. For sure. Yeah, and that's good because it just provides diversity in your friendship that your friends are passionate and they're serving in other areas than you. Yeah. And diversity is really good. Mm-hmm. You need that in this world. It's always changing. True. Um, does it bring you joy? This is different from happiness. This is different from happiness. Do you want to explain what you think or what you think the difference is between them? Yeah. So I think that, like, whenever you're doing something that you're passionate about, 
there will be times where it is really hard. Yeah. And you won't be happy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be happy staying up for two, at 2 a.m. working on something because you want to. Because, like, you can want to do something and it not make you happy. Mm-hmm. And I think apart from having happiness, having joy in the face of, like, working really hard and sometimes it really hurts whenever those things fail if you're working on a project or things like that but does it bring you joy so does it at the end of the day fuel your purpose does it breathe life into you because you're not always going to be happy 24 7 in what you're Mm -hmm. doing but you can still be joyful in the thought of hey, I love this, and reminding yourself that, oh, this is something I enjoy, because not every moment of life Mm -hmm. in general is going to be good, but you still can have joy and look forward to the good things in life and to the good things of a certain situation that you're in. Yeah, there's there's just going to be so much darkness in your life, and to be able to find things that you are passionate about that that fuel you, you, make you excited about something in your life. Yeah. That is worth every ounce of effort and mm-hmm. every second of time that you can get. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I agree. Do you want to talk about, like, how we found what we were passionate about? Yeah. So, what I found what I was passionate about, not going to lie, with finding my bed, there's a bunch of different things that, little things that I'm passionate about. But like I said, mm-hmm. the biggest thing I'm passionate about is nutrition and just helping people live a healthy life. Um, but to find that, it was, I had to go down not that's the weirdest wording <laughs> i had to go through one of the hardest periods of my life to figure out sorry i hit the mic again <laughs> she needs she wasn't even talking and she just whacks her hands everywhere <laughs> anyways to figure out that i was passionate about nutrition and helping people live a healthy life i had to go through one of the darkest times in my life and sometimes i'm not saying that every time you find the biggest thing you're passionate about you're going to go through a really dark period of your life but for me personally that's just how it was i which I can talk, we can talk about this in a further podcast. I had an eating disorder in high school or disordered eating. And it was just, I never expected to do anything with nutrition at that point in my life because it was kind of ruining my life because I was so restrictive. But then after becoming healthy and having a healthy relationship with just food and my life and my body, I was like, wow, I really figured out for myself how to live a healthy life and live a balanced life, I want to help others do the same. And so that's why I'm passionate about the field of nutrition and just about helping people live a healthy life. But I had to go through a really hard period of my life. And it's not difficult to talk about, but it's very difficult to think about that I was at that period of my life. But it helped me. I'm very thankful for it because it did help me find what I am passionate about. And sometimes you're going to have to go through that in order to figure out, oh, wait, this is what I'm called to do. This is what I really love. And so, what about you? Um, I think for me, and I think we're the same in this, like, we have so many things that we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. I wouldn't change that. But I know that when I was younger, side tangent, um, I wanted to find one thing that drove me that was, like, it for me. I just wanted to find one place, one area where I could just put all of my energy into. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that I have all of these different loves, different loves, because honestly, I don't think it would be good for me to channel all of my energy into one thing. That's a lot. (laughs) That would be so dangerous (laughs) when you think about it. Not okay. Um, 
I'm just like currently thinking about what that would be like <laughs> for you. But anyways, continue. Yeah. Um, and so I think I had to come to an understanding that was honestly difficult for me to grasp because I was so passionate about something and I didn't think that you could be passionate about a lot of things. And it was really a cool mm. experience in my life understanding that like, yeah, I was passionate about this, but I think there's something greater still. Yeah. And um, so that's been, like, such a cool journey of, like, collecting these things that, like, hit my heart and that mm-hmm. I'm passionate about. Um, I think really the core parts of, like, the things that I'm passionate about are people and creating. And I just want everyone to be able to experience the best in their life. I think that my love for people and communicating their stories comes from a desire for them to be known and for them to share their advice with the world because I think everyone has something to offer Mm -hmm. and I it hurts me to think that there's people whose stories will never be told yeah and that is something that I am so passionate about yeah I'm also so passionate about social causes like sex trafficking and safe water and all these things because again like I'm so fortunate to live the life that I have, to be able to wake up, go to a private school where we have clean water and we don't have to think about it. Yeah. And so I just want to the best that I possibly can to provide a place where everyone can have those opportunities or an opportunity that we overlook all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember listening I know Phoebe mentioned she listened to a podcast. As you can tell, we really <laughs> love podcasts. Um but I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago, and it was talking about, is it okay to be passionate about more than one thing? And they were like, t- they were just discussing what to do with your life if you love so many different things, and so many different people tell you, oh, you can only pick one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of, I feel like what the world feeds us is that you need to pick one thing, and you need to be driven in that area. Because if you try to do more than one thing, you're going to fail, because you're not putting enough not necessarily thought, but you just you just need to pick one thing. I feel like that's what mm-hmm. a lot of things are telling us or a lot of... I, I think it's I easier know. to kind of be focused on, like, I am so passionate about this one thing, which is oh, awesome. So if much you easier. are If you are passionate about, like, one thing, then I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah. go you, because I think you're going to do huge things in that field. But I think it is so hard to know that you're passionate about all these things because the truth is like you'll never be able to be making a substantial impact in all those fields at the same time Mm -hmm. but i think the cool thing just about life is that we don't know when like how our life is going to go and what opportunities are going to come up in our lives that present for those opportunities in our lives like yeah do you know what i mean yeah no i kind of understand like when hope they do (laughs) yeah i don't know but like you never know when those opportunities are going to come up that allow you to have an impact in the things that you're passionate about yeah so it's okay if you have more than one thing and if you feel like yeah. the world is telling you you can't love all these different things, you can. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you need to chase after all of them at once, Mm-mm. but it does mean that you can love different things at once. It just means that you start and you just are constantly working and searching towards something greater. Yeah. And I think that, like, I know in my life, like, in high school, I had an internship for Habitat for Humanity, and that is all about providing safe homes for people and I also got to work with like three four years later I got to work with another housing nonprofit, and that's something that I'm super passionate about but this summer 
I get to completely focus on a completely different passion of mine, and it's awesome. You've done a different thing every single summer. I have, All different things. Were you passionate about them, or? Yes. Um, Do you want to tell them a little bit about all these different passions (laughs) that you pursued every summer? Yeah, so in high school, I think it was my junior year of high school, I had an internship with Habitat for Humanity, where I did, like, their social media and just some office things. Um, it was an awesome experience and it was such a cool organization to work for. Um, and I also had an internship in Nicaragua where I worked for Voice of Hope, which again is an awesome organization. It's now called, um, Open Hearts, I believe. And we go, we build churches and feeding centers in the slums of Leon. And it was just an awesome experience. Yeah, I mean, I could go on about days for about all these experiences, but I'm trying to be sustained. Yeah. Um, I, let's see, sophomore year, well, for after freshman year of college, I went and visited my sister who lives in Uganda, and I got to do some medical mission stuff with her, um, and that's something that my dad is super passionate about, so that was neat that we got to work together on that. Um, after sophomore year of college, I went to Boston University for a summer course where I really learned how to take what I was passionate about, which was telling people's stories, and do that in a professional way. Um, and so I had a internship with a marketing agency, and I feel like this is a really good example of what we've been talking about, is I wasn't creating something that I was, like, crazy passionate about. Like, I wasn't just interviewing people on the streets and telling their stories. But having that internship... And going to Boston University, taking the classes that I was, inspired me to, like, see how far my passions could go. Mm-hmm. And that those things that were dreams of mine were so tangible. And then this past year, I was a videographer for a nonprofit um, whose proceeds go to raising money and awareness for a for um, a housing nonprofit also. And then this summer... I am... Oh, I just found out... I'm sorry. I'm, like, really excited. (laughs) She hasn't told anybody about this. I really haven't, like, told anyone. Well, not a lot of people. Not a lot of people. Um, I'm doing Pedal the Pacific, and it's a really, really exciting, awesome bike race from Seattle to San Diego to raise money and awareness for sex trafficking. So... Phoebe's really cool, y'all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, before we go on to anything yeah. else that you've done, I want to go back to what you said about Boston University mm. and how you realized that, like, in the moment, you said by the end of it, or looking mm-hmm. back now, you realized what you could do. Yeah. What were you thinking? Sure. Did you think about that during, or were you like, did you notice that that was going to impact your future in that way? So, I went, like, I thought it would be a great professional experience. Um... And I think that was really before I knew the true impact that my degree could have Mm -hmm. on what I was passionate about. Um, Because I always thought of things in a very compartmentalized way rather than holistically, which is understandable, but just it doesn't have to be that way. I remember I was in one of my very first classes at Boston University, and I was hearing all these people's ideas and things that I just thought people maybe had dreams of I didn't know that people were really wanting to make a career out of these things yeah I didn't know it was like possible for actual people to do those things I don't know why yeah and it really just showed me like okay I'm here I'm making steps for my career I can do whatever I want to do Mm -hmm. 
and and so that really got me thinking like okay if the world was mine and I could do whatever I believe like God was calling me to do what do I want to do Mm -hmm. and so that just really opened my mind like okay this is what I want to do this is how I'm going to get here well not this is how I'm going to get here this is how I'm going to start yeah I think I like the way you worded that better yeah you You don't know where you're going you can't plan those things I never would have thought that I would still be at Washita. Honestly, yeah. I thought after that summer I was going to transfer to like Boston University and or maybe like quit school. <laughs> I don't know, but um, it's funny how you try to plan your life out or even plan your day out. Honestly, and it just I, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. But anyways, I was hoping, not hoping. I was thinking you were going to take that in the direction that when you were in that mm-hmm. internship was it an internship yeah. or school when you it were like in that, a, yeah it was like classes and an internship okay when you were in that I was thinking that you maybe didn't realize what an impact that would have made because I know I've been in instances Mm -hmm. in my life and I've gone through something and I was like what is the purpose of this what am I doing but I look back on those things that I did and I was like wow I have so much more knowledge or I have this broader Mm -hmm. just thought process towards what I love to do but I didn't think that while I was in that so I was just gonna like dabble into don't Mm-hmm. I think. Don't, oh, go ahead. Okay, sorry. I think with that specific instance, I was so aware that it was like a big deal, and that this could mean a lot for my career and my mm-hmm. personal life and all these things because it was so out of the norm for me. Um, but I think in instances, even if it was just a small conversation that I had with like a professor that I don't usually talk to, or if it was like an experience, like an internship or something like that, if I, you know, I did things I didn't really want to do or things that I thought were boring, but I walked away with appreciation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I needed to learn that. Now I know how to do X, communicate y, well with my boss, or I know how to, yeah. I would say there's always to. a positive coming out of everything 100%. if you change your perspective and look at it from that direction. Mm-hmm. So if you're in something right now and you're not necessarily doing what you're passionate about, but you know you're going to eventually get there and you're taking small active steps, but you can't leave what you're doing, don't dismay what you're doing now because yeah. it's still going to help you in some small way. Yeah. Find something to hold on to. Yeah. And I think that if nothing else, it makes you a more pleasant person. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't like what you're doing, people will know that you don't like what you're doing. But if you can find something in your day that was great and I, like, you can take for the rest of your life, do that. Yeah. Communicate that. That's what people want to hear. People know that maybe their jobs aren't going to be the most fun or, you know, they're not going to lead you to whatever your huge passion is. But they want to know that you're happy where you are and that you can be happy doing anything and that you believe in what they're doing yeah I think as like when you find what you're passionate about after going through maybe going through those questions or maybe you already know what you're passionate about you can't always if you want to make you don't have to make what you're passionate about into a career Mm -hmm. but if you want to make that into a career you can't necessarily always do it right off the bat no sometimes most of the time it has to be a side hustle and i know looking at people who are older than me because i haven't necessarily you know i'm in still in college i have other (laughs) things to focus on right now but looking at my parents or looking at people older than me that have just given me advice on so many different things about life they have always told me i had to work here and i didn't enjoy it i still was kind i did my job i got my work done 
and I lived my best life that I could while doing X, Y, and Z on the side because I knew I one day wanted to turn that passion into my life. But you can't always do it right off the bat. No. And, and some people just don't think that they're like, it's not, it's not, I, it's not something I can do with my life. That's not practical, but it's like, you can make something practical. Mm-hmm. You just may not be able to make it practical right out of college or right out of high school or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge with like entrepreneurial things or creative ventures Mm -hmm. like you you have to build up you have to build up the skill you have to build up the network you have to do all these things and that's not really gonna happen for you at 22 not to say it can't like if that happens cool you are lucky (laughs) yeah you're so lucky but it can take you you know it can take you years 5 10 15 20 years my dad or go ahead no, I, I was just going to say, I've, I've known and listened to people on podcasts or just have talked to people who haven't started their mm-hmm. dream passionate or the thing that they are passionate about that they turned into a career till they were like 50. Yeah. And it's not, and I look, I remember one of my friend's mothers, I was just like, her life is so great. I love like the way she's living. I want to be like that. And it's like, hey, it took her like 25 years to get there. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, I think a lot of people our age look at that and discount the early years yeah but does that person probably not Mm -mm. and so i think that that's a huge thing is that understand that the level of which you're willing to make your passion your life is going to be the amount of years that it requires to build up yeah before you can get there yeah and we're kind of talking about passion and like an entrepreneurial standpoint but you don't have to do what you're passionate about in your day-to-day basis we are just very entrepreneurial minded Mm -hmm. and so when we think passion we're like career yes yeah but some people just don't think that way or don't want to do that with their life and so what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. the even though the way we're talking about it doesn't have to be your career or doesn't have to be something that you work towards in 10 years maybe it's something that you always do when you get off work or something you do on the weekends or just a Mm -hmm. hobby that you enjoy and you just look forward to cycling every morning or just doing something Mm -hmm. knitting i don't know well like bailey brown my roommate and Mm -hmm. cameron brown my old roommate um they are so hospitable they love to have people over to make a meal and to just be with people in their home and they're so good at it they're so passionate about it and like the conversations that they're able to have are amazing yeah and they're just so great at that and they're so passionate about it like yeah you don't have to make it your job but do it it could be something as small as that yeah as just having you're passionate about inviting people over and just being invested in other people's lives that's huge for those people's lives yeah yeah so your passion doesn't necessarily have to be a career it can be just something you love to do yeah which is something i feel like some people forget Mm -hmm. or on both ends of the spectrum entrepreneurial mindset they're like what i'm passionate about has to be my career but it doesn't and then on the other mindset what i'm passionate about can be this but it also could be your career it just Mm -hmm. you need to sit and you need to think yeah and you need to ask your friends and the people you trust I think the biggest, and now we're kind of moving into, like, where you go from here. We've kind of been here for a while. Yeah, we kind of, like, um, keep going off on tangent. Sorry. But I think that, I think comparison is a huge trap people fall into in this stage of their passions. Like, they know what they're passionate about, but it's not it for them. It's not enough. It's not big enough. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because I think that we 
with our backgrounds and our family and just everything that has gone up into making us a human to this point has led us to these passions Mm -hmm. and to discount them because they're not what you wish some like what you wish from someone else yeah that it really does it breaks my heart yeah thinking what you love to do Mm -hmm. is not good enough because you're looking at someone else and you're like they're using their passion and they're doing x like they're doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. and you're passionate about like like bailey and your roommate cameron they're passionate about inviting people in and loving them well and that's just what they love to do say they were to compare themselves to someone who's starting up this great organization or whatnot that's just gonna do nothing but tear you down Mm -mm. and i think that oh people forget that what you're passionate about is eventually just the in. What am I trying to say? What you're passionate about is just going to lead you into making an impact on people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you compare the extrins- extrinsic things happening in people's lives, you are going to fall into this trap of I'm not doing enough. And I think that that is so harmful towards the people who love you in your life because like bailey and cameron let's say if they were to say this isn't good enough like i need to be doing something different or something more they are impacting so many people and i mean you can go up to pretty much anyone and they love them and they've been so impacted by having a meal at their apartment and making an impact in a small way like that makes big changes in people's lives yeah that's not something to be discounted no and so your small what you consider small in comparison to another person can be making an impact in someone else's life that you don't even you don't even realize Mm -hmm. and so don't fall into the comparison trap yeah because it will only tear you down Mm -hmm. that goes for any part of your life for sure comparison does nothing but rip you to shreds Mm -hmm. honestly i think too like it makes you lose hope in Mm -hmm. what you're passionate about which is also something that's really tragic and i'm really passionate about people not losing what they're passionate about um we've said the word passion so many times today (laughs) don't stop listening because we've said passion like 60 times we need like it's gonna mean nothing to you after this podcast podcast, they're gonna hear the word and be like i hate that word it's not going to sound like a word (laughs) But I think that, let's say, if I'm really passionate about raising money for safe, clean water, yeah, accessible water, <laughs> and I decide to do, like, a fundraiser, and I start looking and asking, like, what my friends and what they've done to raise money, I can't, like, I can take what they've done, and I can take it to heart, take it as inspiration, do all those things, but I can't let whatever comes from what I do or what I want to do be tainted by jealousy in comparison to what they've done. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, going off of that, we kind of touched on this earlier, but I just wanted to talk about enjoying the process of mm-hmm. get, doing what you're passionate about, whether that be if you are turning it into a career, enjoy the slow process of Mm -hmm. making that happen if you're doing it on a day-to-day basis and you're having people over for lunch and that's what you're passionate about is serving and investing in others or Mm -hmm. you love doing something else enjoy the process of doing it and never be ashamed of what you're passionate about i think that's the biggest thing that we can say and someone could take away from this is because you love doing something if someone else dismays what you're doing and you really love doing it don't stop yeah i would say 
I have stopped doing things. Like, looking mm-hmm. back on my life, I've stopped doing things <clears throat> that I loved because I was always like, what would people think if I if I did this? Or even starting a podcast, which we're really passionate about this. Uh, one of my first initial thoughts was when you were like, let's do this. I was like, what will people think when I we make an Instagram account <laughs> and we do this? You just yeah. can't fall into that trap. Mm-mm. Just like comparison, it honestly, it's even worse, I would say, being ashamed of what you're passionate about. Because I think in a year, five years, ten years, you're not going to look back and think, wow, I wish I wouldn't have started that. People made fun of me for that. Or, like, I was nervous about releasing that. But you're going to think, I wish I had just kept doing that because that was such a fun experience. Or I wish I would have kept doing that because that brought me joy. Yeah. I've talked to my mom a lot about just the things that I'm doing mm-hmm. in my life. She always texts me. She's like, listen to your first podcast, proud. Like, you did good. But she'll always tell, or when I get on the phone with her, she's like, I'm really proud of the things you're doing. Because when I was in that stage of my life, she either didn't like, maybe she didn't fit. I don't know certain situations, but maybe she didn't finish something. Or she was like, I wish I would have, like, continued and done that in that mm-hmm. stage of my life. So in what you're doing now, you're going to, in five years, you're not going to look back and be like, oh, my gosh, Susie made fun of me for doing that. Or this group of people at school, if they do make fun of you, who cares? Who cares? You're doing it for yourself. And like we said in the last podcast, people don't care as much as you think. So just do Mm-mm. what you love. Do what you're passionate about. No. And if they want to, like, use what you're doing and what you're passionate about, about as a punchline, let them. You let them. And laugh. And don't be rude. But just, I mean, I was about to say, maybe not laugh, but just, like, let them and move on. Yeah. Because they obviously have their own things to figure out. And they're, yes, they obviously have their own things to figure out, and they're obviously not your friends. And I would say, in doing the things that you want to do with your life, if you're so-and-so the close, that was, I meant to say quotation marks, but I said so-and-so, lol, in quotation marks, if the people that are closest to you are the ones that are making fun of you for doing something that you truly love, then you may need to transition into finding new people for your life um unless it's like if they're loving you in a good way and they're like hey that's not good what you're loving then that's a different story but Mm -hmm. if you love doing something and you just it brings you joy and they are not supportive of you then find some new friends find people who love you and support you Mm -hmm. for sure we got so off we have like a couple notes here and i'm just we just really got off tangent which i think is great yeah we just we'll probably always do that but that's okay (laughs) um i think that's kind of it for today yeah we just sorry if you're really tired of the word passion we are too but it's okay (laughs) honestly no heather we could probably keep talking for like four or five hours you're so right i would get yesterday when we were because we normally all plan it out a little bit before we were planning it out. We were screaming in the car yeah. because we were so just fired up. Fired about everything. up, and the and thought of people not doing things for themselves and not doing something because it makes them happy, or doing something for the approval of others—it makes me so mad. Oh yeah, no, I it was so funny yesterday. Heather was like, "I love that you can't not talk with your hands," because I was literally driving with my knee she, at one point because I was using my hands so much because i was so passionate about something no we were driving back from little rock on the highway y'all is it the highway is it called the highway interstate interstate and she i look over and she's (laughs) always talking with one hand when we were getting fired up but she transitions her knee up to the wheel puts her car on cruise control and i just see her 
put her knee or like poke her knee up to the wheel and take both of her hands off. And I'm like, Phoebe, you are so like you are so extra right now that you have to use your hands and you're driving with your knee. Please stop. Yeah, so I did. Like we didn't die, obviously, and I stayed in my lane. Like we were. It was just a moment. It was, I was just stabilizing so the wheel with my knee. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. But we just this topic. It just brings us, I don't know, it brings me, like, happiness, and I really hope that you guys find Mm -hmm. some sort of tip on whether that is figuring out what you are passionate about, or just, I don't know, maybe you are doing something right now because it's trendy, or you're doing something right now for the, for someone else, but I just really hope that you will do stuff for yourself, Mm -hmm. and you will find the things that you love, Mm -hmm. and you will wake up every morning with excitement because you get to do the things that you love, Mm -hmm. and you are excited about life in doing those things. Yeah. I am just going to kind of encourage you to, like, at least once in the next week, have a conversation with someone about the things that you're passionate about. If you know us, come talk to us. Yeah, just come. Because we... Just come talk to us. I love it when people talk to me about things they're passionate about. Yes, and when my friends... I've had a couple friends over this semester just ask me, like, what do you think I'm good at? Because as we're both seniors and we're graduating soon and people Mm -hmm. are trying to figure out the next step of their life, a lot of people are like, my field is so broad, what do I do? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, let me tell you what I think you're good at. It may Mm -hmm. not be right, you may disagree with me, but this is what I see in you and what I see that you can make an impact on this world mm-hmm. in doing this thing because I can tell that you love it. Yeah. And in the end, if you love what you're doing, mm-hmm. that's a good life. That's a really good life. But, yeah. I think that's kind of it for today. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Catch <laughs> us next Thursday, we which have is it. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we're going to be releasing <laughs> a podcast on Thanksgiving, and it's going to be very low-key. But We don't really know what we're talking about we just thought about this yesterday yeah we had an actual topic picked out for next week and then we were like it's thanksgiving we should talk about something to do with turkey i'm just kidding not turkey something to do with I'm thanksgiving vegetarian she's so. a, she doesn't eat meat oh my gosh people are gonna hate us for that yeah Oops. but anyways next week we'll be releasing a podcast over something to do with thanksgiving so stay tuned yeah um we don't actually know what we're talking about yet but we will figure that out I'm honestly just glad that this podcast actually recorded this time around. Yeah, I cannot tell you how <laughs> not upset I was, but she was like, Heather, it didn't record again. And I said, oh, it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we were talking for like an easy 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. great. All right. Well, bye. Bye. <laughs>